Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to In the Kitchen with Courtney. I am back, back, back. So uh, today is April the 12th, 2023. And again, welcome to everyone on ACB Media and everyone in my Zoom audience. We're not able to broadcast on Clubhouse today because Clubhouse is being finicky. So uh, we're just going to work with what we've got. So today we are going to be making a sour cream chicken, and then we'll talk about some sides. I'm going to turn it over to Kayla real quick, and if she doesn't mind reading the ingredients for us, Kayla. All right. So, sorry, my iPad fell asleep, but I got it now. So for the sour cream chicken, the ingredients you will need is going to be four boneless, skinless chicken breasts pounded to a quarter inch thickness, um, one tube of Ritz crackers, and those are going to be crushed, 16 ounces of sour cream, and a half stick butter or margarine. And then you get to pick your own seasonings you would like to flavor your dish with. Back to you, Courtney. All right, thanks, Kayla. So um, we're gonna talk about pounding these chicken breasts and other alternatives if you don't wanna pound them. Um, so I have here four boneless skinless chicken breasts that I didn't pound them down because one, it would upset my dogs. And two, um, just, it's just a lot of work. So what I've done is I have cut them into cutlets. So what that means is I'll cut them in half uh, vertically. Uh, no, horizontally, excuse me. So I, I laid my boneless skinless chicken breast down on my cutting board. And I took my knife and I just sliced across from right to left. And you kind of butterfly it, but you go all the way through instead of, um, you know, just stopping toward the edge. You just went, I just went all the way through and cut those. Something else you can do if you're buying fresh chicken breasts is ask your butcher to run it through the tenderizer, the meat tenderizer uh, there at their shop. And they, they should do that for you. So, um, and they cut, the, it flattens them and then it also tenderizes them some too. So, um, so that's what I've done. And we have preheated our oven to 350 degrees. And I have a sheet pan here that I have put aluminum foil on and I've sprayed it with buttered flavor cooking spray. And I will spray the bottoms, I mean the, the tops of my chicken with that spray um, in just a little bit before we put it in the oven. I'll do that instead of uh, using the melted butter. All right, so I, like I said, I sliced my chicken and I'm just seasoning it with my uh, seasoning blend of salt, pepper, and garlic powder. And after I get each one seasoned, I'm just putting it in my sour cream and just kind of coating that chicken breast with sour cream. And then I'm just tossing it in my bowl that's got my um, cracker crumbs in it. So I have crushed up one tube of Ritz crackers and then just put the crumbs in a bowl. You can do a bowl or a shallow dish, um, just something where you can kind of dredge those. 
Right. And I've about got these seasoned and we'll toss them in those uh, cracker crumbs. This is a quick and easy meal to do because once you get all this part done, you just stick it in the oven and bake it for about 30 minutes or until it reaches, you know, an internal temperature of 165. All right. Well, I've run out of room on my, in my bowl with my sour cream. So I'm going to go ahead and toss what I've got mixed up. I'm going to go ahead and toss it in my crackers. And you can see that these crackers with like some um, cayenne seasoning, cayenne pepper, paprika, if you want to. You don't have to. Um, but it just gives it just a little bit more flavor if you do. And we're going to cook these, like I said, for about 30 minutes. Um, and we're going to flip them halfway through. Another way you can crush, the way I crush my Ritz crackers is I open up one end of the tube and hold it over the dish that uh, I'm going to put them in. And I just start crushing them on, from the inside of the tube. All right. That way it doesn't make such a big mess. And you want to do a liberal coating of sour cream on your chicken pieces. Um, we were talking before the call, some folks don't like sour cream, really can't taste it. It just helps tenderize it a little bit and helps keep those cracker crumbs on there. All right, if you have questions or comments, you can go ahead and raise your hand and then uh, we'll discuss some of that stuff. So Courtney, I would like to also let people know you can buy uh, thin cut chicken breasts at the store. You can. Um, so that's also an option. Mm -hmm. um, and I have tenderized the uh, chicken before. And the way I do it is um, I put it, I have a meat tenderizer, which it looks like a metal ham hammer. One side of the hammer is flat and on the other side is kind of pokey. And to do the meat, you want to use the flat side of it. And um, you would, um, I always put the chicken in a Ziploc bag before I start pounding it out. And I only put one chicken breast in like a gallon size bag. So it has plenty of room to spread out and not get too crowded in there. And that's kind of how I have thinned out my chicken. And I put yeah. that plastic bag like on a cookie on a um, cutting board on my counter and then I pound it with the hammer. Yeah, you can do that if you, uh, you know, don't have a meat mallet. You can use like a rubber mallet. Um, I had thought about getting our rubber mallet and putting it in a Ziploc bag. So, you know, it wasn't, you know, because it came from the shop, but, you know, I'd clean yeah. it up, put it in a, the, the mallet part in a Ziploc bag and then pound it out through a, another Ziploc bag like that. Um, you can do that. Or, you know, if you don't have a rubber mallet, you can even use a hammer. Um, don't use a sledgehammer. That might, you know, do a lot of damage. <laughs> Kitchen. I don't want to remodel the kitchen. Right. I mean, if you want to remodel the kitchen, you know, go for it. You know, knock yourself out. Just not with the sledgehammer. So, and uh, if you're like me and you're renting and not buying at the moment, uh, you might want to ask your landlord about that. So, um, <laughs> just just some thoughts. So, all right, Tori, do we have any hands? We do. Herbie's up first. Herbie, my friend Herbie, you need to stick around, buddy. I am. Well, hey, for a call where we talk about using the sledgehammer for chicken breasts, you know, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm one, that's why I like having you back. Um, 
anyway, I don't even think we've mentioned that on our cooking show. So uh, not yet, but give us time. Give us time. Yep. I'll, I'll mention that next week, time. though. Um, couple things. One, another thing with chicken breast that you can get, which I, I don't know if they're the same as the thin sliced one, but you can get um what are basically like their chicken tenderloin breasts and they and they're chicken breasts but they're kind of like in the shape of chicken strips mm-hmm. and so they're nicely cut and all that and just ready to go to dip in whatever your your mixture so those are something i get when i really want thin sliced and the other thing is um i thought i'd mention too if you're uh, like uh, chanel and me and you're not a really big fan of chicken breasts you can also use the chicken thighs and always you know cut them in half too if you want like them smaller and of course they're a little bit thinner as well so you know if you yes prefer- they are yeah and you know some people don't like white meat uh my husband is one of them uh he prefers the dark meat so but he yep. doesn't get a choice today so <laughs> well, <laughs> he gets I- what we have on hand so i feel yeah. sorry for him so I- I'll well just- you know he doesn't have to eat it if he doesn't want to. So there you go. Well, he can make his that, own dinner. Well, this, well I was right. going to say that's a motivation for him to cook because that way he can get what, you know, do it the way he wants. So Exactly. So I'm going to step to the sink and wash my hands. While I'm doing that, Herbie, go ahead and plug your call and tell us what you're cooking next Tuesday. All right. Well, you can join me and Twinkling Tori every Tuesday from 10 to 1130 ACB time as uh we do Herbie's Cooking Corner, and uh, you know what used to be Herbie's Cooking Corner is somehow metamorphosed out of that. But anyway, um, it's like Herbie, Tori, Heidi, and somebody else. I think maybe in the mix now. I don't know. Um, anyway, with all these recipes, you can't gotten, even keep track. It, I it's can't so anymore. Far off the rails. Occasionally, I get to do things that I want to do, but it's so rare that. To, but this next week is actually one of those exceptions, as I'm going to be doing green bean casserole and this will be a blast from the past because this is actually the first recipe i ever did on a live cooking show it was uh, wake make and bake at the time and i was filling in for janine so i somehow knew what i was doing then in terms of uh, describing it so i thought you know what why don't we actually do it for the cooking corner where it'll be recorded and uh, all that good stuff so that is what i have on tap for us for this next week is it's a very simple straightforward uh, recipe so and sounds delicious thanks Hardy. tori do we have any other hands we do Sirku. hey Sirku, welcome most american friend <laughs> thank you um uh regarding uh tenderizing the chicken i just uh if you haven't got any tools at hand, use your hands. You two, your two fists, they are pretty effective. I have, <laughs> no, and really. The aggression are. out. <laughs> if you put them in, like uh, the chicken breast in a plastic bag and use like drumming, like, yeah, you, you can really do that. Awesome. Thanks, Sarku. That's a great You're tip. welcome. Before we get to any other hands, uh, I have just finished my chicken breading it. And with your cracker crumbs, they don't have to be like finely ground. You can have big chunks of crackers in there. You don't really need a whole cracker, but um, you can have chunks of crackers in there. So I have finished coating my chicken, and I sprayed the top of it with some butter-flavored cooking spray. That way I don't have to worry about, you know, getting the butter in the right spot. Is it sliding off? You know, blah, blah, blah. 
But now I'm going to just take this over to the oven and we're going to put it in there and cook it for 15 minutes. And then we're going to flip it and we're cooking it at 350. All right, Tori, do we have any other hands at the moment? Not at the moment. All right. So, Kayla, I'm going to put you on the spot. If you don't mind telling about the other call that I do once a month, if you don't mind. Yeah, so um, on the first Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern of each month, Courtney does a call with Future Insight. Um, that is also a cooking call. And um, if you're interested in joining in that call, you can visit their website, which is futureinsight.org. Um, go to the calendar and you'll be able to um to join in. Um, once you sign up, a Zoom link will be sent to you and then another uh, reminder Zoom link will be sent to you the day before the call. Um, if you have any questions or troubles um, getting signed up online, you can always call the, the front desk and their phone number is 603-224-4039. All right. Thanks, Kayla. And if you need any of that information, you can always uh, email us at acbcooks at gmail.com and we can get that website information and telephone number to you. And, um, you know, if you have any problems getting registered on the website, just call that number and somebody will help you get registered. So thanks, Kayla. And in the month of May, I will be cooking something I've already cooked here, but I'll be cooking chicken chimichangas. Um, so if you missed that the first time I made it here, you can join us then, and it's at 3 p.m. Eastern, and that is once a month. So, all right, so I've got that in the oven, and I have set my timer for 15 minutes, and then I'll take it out of the oven and flip everything, flip all my chicken. So we'll have some flipping chicken, if you want to call it the flipping chicken recipe. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. Um, we're going to talk sides. What am I going to cook with this today? And um, and I'll send you, oops, excuse me, I will send out the recipe for uh, the, the potatoes in, in uh, after the class. So I'm cooking cheesy potatoes. So I'm using some more of my sour cream. And um, I just opened up four cans of whole potatoes, drained them very well, and put them in a casserole dish. And then I mixed in uh, the salt, garlic, pepper, or garlic powder and pepper. And then I just added about 16 ounces of sour cream and lots and lots of shredded cheddar cheese. And I mixed that up and covered it, covered the casserole dish and put it in the oven. Uh, and it'll, it'll bake along with the chicken. So about 30 minutes, you just, everything's done and that you just want to heat it through and melt your cheese really well. And if you wanted to kick that up a notch, you could add a package of uh, ranch dressing mix to it. Started to do that today, and I thought, nah, we're just going to do cheesy potatoes because I haven't had those in a while. So. Uh, then I'm doing some green beans. And for Jason, he's just getting regular potatoes because he doesn't do cheese. He really doesn't do sour cream, but he tolerates it on the chicken. So. Well, sign me up for the cheesy ones. Ah, all right. Yeah, I did a whole casserole dish of those because I don't get those often. And, <laughs> and then I'm doing some green beans. I've just seasoned those with some um, salt, pepper, and garlic powder and some Italian seasoning and a little bit of oil. I drained those completely. Um, so, okay, I need to leave my cooking spray out. So. 
All right. Do we have any hands? We have Herbie back. Oh, my goodness. All right. Go ahead, Herbie. You know, I was just going to mention that uh, one of your recipes has really become a hit in our household, and that is your uh, beef stroganoff. Awesome. Um, one slight change I did end up making, though, which has worked out really well, is um, rather than cutting up steak, we now just use the uh, stew beef. I learned about it from uh, Colby, who yep. used it for beef stew, but I use it for stroganoff, and that works uh, really well. So, um, But uh, that was inspired by you making it on your call, so I, I thought you'd want to know that. Well, thank you, Harvey, for letting me know that. I'm glad that it's been a hit at your house. You can also use chicken. That, that recipe was originally a uh, chicken stroganoff recipe, and I just added the beef to it um, instead of a chicken. So, um, Well, it's gone from a chicken to steak to stew beef. How do you like that for a recipe? That, hey, that's <laughs> good. Whatever works. Whatever works. And, um, you know, sometimes stew meat can be kind of on the pricey side. So if you see like a roast on sale um, and you want to do stew beef, you know, beef stew or something, get a roast and have the butcher cut it in half or fourths or do it yourself, whatever. And, um, you know, freeze parts of it and then use the rest for your recipes. There you go. But that's a good tip. Thanks, Herbie. All right. Do we have any other hands, Tori? Not right now. So I have a um, cheesy potato-ish dish I make. I actually make it in the crock pot. Um, And I use shredded potatoes, like the frozen kind, um, like the hash browns, the shredded hash browns. And I put those in the crock pot with a container, the 16-ounce container of sour cream. And an eight ounce bar of cream cheese. I cut it up into little cubes. And then um, I let that warm through and mix it up because it's really hard to mix the sour cream and the stuff. Um, So I usually put like half the potatoes in the crock pot. And then I put in the sour cream and cream cheese and then the rest of the potatoes. And then I just put the lid on it and let it um, sit for till it warms through so you can actually mix it and then I mix it all up and then I add shredded cheese to it and mix it and um, it takes about three hours but it's a really that's like and obviously I season it with my mama spice but um, that's a real big hit with my kids I love them and there's always leftovers to feed them later (laughs) That sounds yummy, yummy, yummy. Do you put uh, onions in there? Um, you totally could. I was also just now. I was thinking, I'm like, I should crunch up bacon, put bacon in there too. I was. That was my next. <laughs> That'd be good. Uh huh. I put bacon good. in my green beans when I make them because I don't oh, like yeah. green beans, and that makes it tolerable for me. <laughs> I do like oh, green and- bean casserole, but I don't care for green beans outside of a casserole usually when they're drenched in all kinds of stuff yeah so i always add bacon to them i mean everything's better with bacon and cheese mm-hmm. and if it doesn't go with bacon and cheese then you can always use ketchup then i can yeah. pretend I'm, I'm being healthy <laughs> yes yes <laughs> all right thanks for that recipe kayla yeah That's, that sounds yummy i'm gonna have to try that in in the future some all right. Any additional hands, Tori? 
Yep, Glenna. Hey, Glenna. Welcome. Hi. Um, I was gonna. I wanted to ask you about your salt, pepper, and garlic. Sure. Um, how do you make that? At, you know, like how much and and stuff like that. Okay, so it is. Um, it's the house seasoning by Paula Dean. That's the one I use, um, and it is. Let's see, one cup of salt, a quarter cup of pepper, and a quarter cup of garlic powder. And <clears throat> excuse me, I usually make a large batch of that, so I like you know quadruple the recipe, right? And mix it all up in a Ziploc bag, and then just snip the corner of it and put it in a large container. Usually, I buy my um, salt, pepper. Well, no, my pepper and my garlic powder and some other spices. I buy in like 16 ounce containers. So once those containers are emptied, I just keep those, wash them out, and then put my um, my seasoning mix in that. And then just keep it on the back of my stove and I just season just about everything with it. Right. Well, I, and, I saw that. So I was just wondering how much, to, how, how to make it. And, and yeah, and then, you know, I just, I don't really measure how much I put in anything. I just, you know, kind of, Pour some out in my hand. Know about how much to pour for whatever I'm making. <laughs> yeah, that's how I measure with that too. But mixing it up, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I make that's... the same type of thing, but I also put a quarter cup of onion powder in it, as well as I typically will put a quarter cup of Italian seasoning in it, just to give it a little more oomph and flavor. And even when I use that with taco seasoning, it still tastes good. Uh-huh. Okay. Great. Thanks. So, so it's very adaptable to your cooking style, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. 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 I mean, so if, if not... there's a flavor you tend to cook with often, um, you could, you know, kind of vary it up by starting with a one cup salt and then a quarter cup of three or four other ingredients. Awesome. I'll do that. And I always use sea salt. Oh, sea salt. Okay. Yeah, I use sea salt in mine instead of regular table salt. And I use so table it's salt. It's very so, uh, adaptable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I use table salt um, just because that's what I've always used. But you can use any salt you want. I made that up for Christmas gifts. Um, I think it was the Christmas before last. And it I was. put it in salt shakers and I, I gave it to people and everyone really enjoyed it. So and I'm looking for a homemade Christmas gift. <laughs> yeah. That one works really good. It go, it goes, I just went to the dollar store and got salt and pepper shakers. Yep. And I still have some because I forget to use it sometimes. And, you know, like everything else or just about everything else in my house, it's in a box somewhere. I still haven't <laughs> found my... Uh, my seasoning mix. So, I mean, I have my salt and pepper and garlic powder, you know, in their own containers. I just don't have, I can't found the part that's mixed up yet. So, but I'll get that box unpacked eventually. So, all right. Do we have any other hand story? Not yet. Not yet. All right. So either y'all are working along with me, salivating or napping. I don't know which. So, 
But something else this would be good with is like a side salad. And like I said, I'm doing green beans today. I love green beans. Love, love, love them. Any way I can get them, I love them. All right, Kayla, do you have anything else you'd like to share at the moment? Uh, I was just thinking that it, it's funny because Jimmy and Jordan love green beans. And me and Jonah hate them. And we like broccoli and they hate that. So... Um, so broccoli, you could do a broccoli, you know, pretty much anything is, is a pretty open dish for sides, I think. Yeah, um, you know, roasted vegetables, kind, yeah. Yeah, some roasted yeah. vegetables, maybe some stuffing. Jonah would like that. Oh, <laughs> He's good with stuffing with any meal, though. He's yeah. like, breakfast, let's have stuffing. <laughs> hey, I'm down with that. <laughs> I am down with that. Hi. You can always do like a simple dessert with it as well. Mm -hmm. um, maybe if, if you're doing it, it's kind of like for a dinner party or having people over. Um, so some brownies. Brownies. I was thinking um, peach cobbler. I've got stuff to make a peach cobbler yeah. too. That sounds and amazing. I, yes. Let's and do I have ice cream in the freezer too. So. Okay, we have an iPhone who I think is not uh, is potentially not sure about raising their hand. So the raise hand is under the reactions or more. Um, if you want to raise your hand to speak, because I know that you keep unmuting and saying hi. Yeah. So get that hand raised and we will We'll answer any questions you have, or uh, we'd love to hear your comments. So Courtney, how are you enjoying working in your new kitchen? Uh, it's getting better. <laughs> I, um, we moved for a lot of you may, most of you know, we moved from Mississippi to Alabama and in our Mississippi home, it was an open floor plan. So I had a lot of space to move around. Um, this one, we actually have rooms with doors, which is, which is good. But then, you know, um, but it is an older house. And I don't have nearly the amount of storage space in my kitchen in Alabama that I did in Mississippi. So I'm having to research ways into adding more cabinet space so um and some of the things that I you know I, I can kind of engineer or redneck engineer as I'll call it or I can um and I'm a redneck so I can say that and <laughs> but then I've had to purchase some things to put in my dining room to store all of my small kitchen appliances that Jimmy keeps enabling me for so um so yeah it, it's getting there and just trying to find a place to put all of my stuff um, because I enjoy cooking. And, you know, when you enjoy cooking, you have a lot of gadgets and tools and, and everything. So, but it, it's getting there. And, you know, once I get it kind of all situated, we may have a call on, you know, how to expand your kitchen storage space. So, see how I've gotten creative with some of this stuff. Hey, and if any of y'all have any tips on, on how to, to, you know, create more storage space, please let me know. Um, I'm you a, can hang your pans up. 
Like it hooks to hang your pants. I'm I'm renting, so that that is. Oh, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Herbie might have some tips. He's got his hand raised. So Uh, shelves might be your best bet. You know, something that you can stack up. Okay. Hold on just a second, please. Um. So my timer has gone off for my chicken. So it's time to flip it. So I'm going to set y'all down. Hopefully I don't drop you. I dropped some folks the oh, other day. Oh, that hurt a little bit. Oh, sorry. No, it didn't because I haven't dropped you yet. So. I was just anticipating. Yeah. And once I get this out and flip it, I'm going to spray uh, what was the bottom. I'm going to spray that with uh, the cooking spray. And then we're going to stick it back in the oven for 15 more minutes, and then we'll check the temperature on that. All right, Mr. Herbie, go ahead. So granted, organization is not a strong skill of mine, but I'm thinking maybe for your situation, like shelves where you can kind of like stack things, like some kind of portable shelving might be your best bet to create uh, extra storage in a limited space. I had seen some tips. Hold on, just a minute. Let me walk across the room. I had seen uh, a tip at one time that said to use tension rods to place in your cabinets. And so I bought me three tension rods and going to put them horizontally from back to front. Right. And then I have plenty of cardboard boxes. So. I'm going to make me a double thickness of cardboard there and um, make me a shelf. And I might can do, you know, make two shelves out of it. That way I have three places to store stuff. So uh, I got my tension rod yesterday. Now I just got to find, you know, empty a box. It's going to be big enough. Yep. So if that works, I'll let you know. And something else I've done is I have, um, I thought when, I looked at it in the pantry in my kitchen, but no, it's where they have placed the hot water heater. So it's a little closet there. But on the door inside the closet, I have placed a um, shoe organizer that has the little bags uh, or the little pockets. So I've hung that on the inside of the door and um, and putting like my seasoning mixes, like my brown gravy mix. Um, you know, ranch dressing, onion soup mix, each one of those has a pocket of its own. And then like my um, Ziploc bags, I've got those in a pocket according to size. And I was going to put my aluminum foil and uh, like parchment paper in there, but those are too heavy and they just keep falling out. So that was not an option. Um, But I have ordered a buffet table or a sidebar, however you want to call it. Um, I've ordered that and, uh, two portable pantries to put in my dining room, which is just steps outside of my kitchen. So, uh, those should be here next week. Um, I've got to get all that put together and all those boxes unpacked by May 5th because we're having a party that night. And, um, so I got to have my dining room in order. But thanks for the tips, Harvey. All right, so I've got that sprayed and flipped or flipped and sprayed. You know, 
stick it back in the oven there. Get it turned correctly. All right. And I'm going to set another 15-minute timer. And while I do that, Tori, do we have any other hands? We do not. Okay, I was trying to mute so I don't set off everyone's uh, female devices. <laughs> so, I'm trying to be courteous because I, I don't like it when mine gets set off for no reason. So, but all right. So, do, does anyone have any tips or, or not tips, but any suggestions on what you would like to see on the next call? We will have that in two weeks, which will be the 26th of April. And if y'all hear any sizzling, that is my green beans and potatoes that I've got heating up. So do we have any hands, Tori? Nope. All right. Kayla, what would you like to see cook? Ooh, I think we should do dessert. You know, I was thinking along those lines. I got a sweet yeah. tooth today, so. <laughs> so um, I was going through our family recipe book um, looking for this recipe. So I would have exact measurements for, for y'all. And um, ran across a turtle brownie recipe. And I'm thinking that'll be a hit with Kayla. I know. Yes. Okay. So. Uh, anybody else has any suggestions? You know, we could might maybe do a couple of desserts. You don't want me to do a peach cobbler or, you know, because that one's just a quick whisk everything together and put it in a pan and cook it. So, I love peach yeah. cobbler. That sounds delicious. Yeah, it does sound delicious. Yum. All right. How are we on time, Tori? It, it we still have about 25 minutes oh my goodness this was a quick one i should have cooked something else today <laughs> all right so if you have any questions about anything that we covered or any cooking questions go ahead and get your hands raised and i'll answer any cooking questions and if i don't know the answers then we'll see if herbie or kayla know them and we can go from there Just let me know when we have some. I will. I figured you would. So. Got so on it, Courtney, sir? do you just warm your green beans up in the microwave, or how do you do your green beans? Um, no, I actually, the ones that I'm cooking today, uh, I drained completely two cans of green beans because I don't like all the juice with mine. Uh, and just uh, put them in a um, skillet and season them with salt and pepper and uh, Italian seasoning and just a little bit of oil so they wouldn't stick so much. And, uh, and then I just heat them up that way. So, yeah, it's not hard at all. And y'all learn, I, those who are new to my call, y'all will learn I don't cook anything that's hard or takes too much time. I ain't got time for all that. <laughs> <laughs> If y'all don't have questions, we may have to end the call early. I don't want to do that, but, you know. Um, 
while we're waiting, I will give ways that you can contact us, um, any of the cooks at ACB. You can send an email to acbcooks at gmail.com. Again, that's acbcooks at gmail.com. If you would like to get the recipe for this call and for Herbie's call, and Jeannie posts some recipes sometimes for her call, you can send a blank email to acb-cooks plus sign subscribe at acblists.org. Again, that's acb-cooks plus sign subscribe at acblists.org. And if you didn't have a chance to write all that down, you can find it in the description of today's call. Uh, if you're calling in on the phone and getting everything from the phone line, uh, the recorded line, you can also call um, the Minneapolis office and they can get you in contact with Cindy or Belinda. Or if you have their number, you can call them and they can uh, get you in contact with, with me or Herbie or uh, Tori, Kayla, Jenny or Sheila. And tonight, I believe at six, no, at 7 p.m., correct me if I'm wrong, guys, uh, is Sheila's recipe swap, and they'll be talking about leftovers, what to do with those leftovers. So, um, so y'all be sure to tune into that call. She has a great call. And if you want to get on her list, you can email community at acb.org or acbcooks at gmail.com, and we'll get you in contact with Sheila. All right, go ahead, Tori. Uh, we do have a hand. Joanne. Oh, my resident fire chief. Hi, Joanne. It's been awful quiet. <laughs> it is awful quiet. <laughs> I hope they're not burning down the house. I just thought of something else that you could use for storage. Um, uh, a bookcase. And yes. just put a tension rod up with some kind of curtain or whatever. Right. And you could put that anywhere. That's true. Uh, I only know that because I happen to look at my, I have one in my bedroom just mm -hmm. because I don't have enough storage for t-shirts and stuff. And that's right. what I do. I line up with that. Okay, that's a good idea. Thanks, Dylan. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I'm open to anything, really. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, because even if you had to get two of them, you could set them up so they they look like they're supposed to be there right you know so but uh, and can you do that recipe in an air fryer yes ma'am you certainly could okay certainly could all uh, right i haven't tried it in an air fryer but yes it can be done mm -hmm. okay so uh, I, would, what I would do is i would um put it in for like 10 minutes and flip it and then check it after five, and after five minutes or so, and just to see how much more time you need to add to your timer. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, we have one. We I think we used it once. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to have to go to the other sh one with the Instapots and all of that stuff to learn how to use all this crap I got. I know. I know. <laughs> we bought us a new air fryer, and it's. It's out of the box, but uh, well, that's that's, good. you know, that's about the extent of it. But it it works with the Echo. It has an app and it's accessible. And then, you know, it has, you know, the manual, you know, 
not yeah. streak. So I've got yeah. to sit down and play with it and get it all marked up the way I need it marked up for me. And it, it dehydrates, it air fries, it it's a rotisserie. It, I think it does everything but the dishes. They say, yeah. I think yeah. mine does too, but we'll see. Yeah. It's all and going I, to be a learning experience. Right. And I don't remember the brand. It's a smart, smart oven. It's what it is. Um, but if you're interested, just uh, send an email to the acbcooks at gmail.com. Let me know that you want the uh, information on the air fryer and I can send that to you. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah, someone told us about it on my uh, cooking call with Future Insight. Talked about how accessible it was and worked with the Echo. And I've never been one that's crazy about appliances working with the Echo. Um, I'm just paranoid, I guess. But um, but I thought, well, I'm going to give this a try. So, and if it works with the app, all the better. All right, good question, Joanne. Thank you. All right, Corey, do you have any other? Nope. Nope. All right. Um, the other call that Joanne mentioned was um, it's electric, and that's led by Jenny Johnson. And it's all about small kitchen appliances. She talks uh, Instapot, she talks air fryers, we talk sandwich makers, crock pot. If it's a small kitchen appliance, she talks about it. Then um, she's also a little enabler. I have bought several things um, because of going to her cost. So this. She needs that warning in her description, I do believe, um, that she may enable you to buy another small kitchen appliance. So. All right. Well, since there are no other questions, I'm going to go over the contact information once again, and then I'll let Herbie come back and tell what he's doing on his cooking call, and then we'll close out the call for the afternoon. All right, so to contact uh, me or any of the other cooks at ACB, you can send an email to acbcooks at gmail.com. Again, that's acbcooks at gmail.com. If you would like to receive the recipes that uh, I talked about today or that we cooked, you can send, um, to get those, you need to subscribe to our listserv. And you can subscribe by sending a blank email to acb-cooks plus sign subscribe at acblists.org. Again, that's acb-cooks plus sign subscribe at acblists.org. Please do not send an email asking me to subscribe you. Um, I do not um, have the administrative powers to do that. So you will just need to send an email to that address. All right. So uh, now I'm going to turn it over to Herbie. Let him tell you what he's cooking on Tuesday. And then if you have any questions between now and then, get those hands raised and we'll get those answered and then we'll end the call. So go ahead, Herbie. Well, we're going to do more than just the green beans. We're going to make them into a casserole and put them into the oven. In fact, we just got done hearing about the oven this uh, last Tuesday. It's one of the many things. And, uh, you know, Courtney, it's actually, uh, it would have been very an interesting question for Carl about uh, kitchen storage and what he has to recommend. So uh, um, maybe Tori, we can put that to his uh, you know brain and he can be thinking about that or, and, uh, and all that. So, um, but yes, this week we're going to make very simple green bean casserole, very straightforward 
recipe and uh, you'll be able to do it. In fact, it's one that you can actually do mostly with your hands. So how do you like that? You get to play with your food before you make it, that is. So uh, that's going to be this Tuesday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Hope to see you there. And that green bean casserole would go really good with some sour cream chicken. Just saying. Yep, it goes good with everything, actually. So Yeah. All right, Tori, any, any hands raised? Yeah, we got two of them. Oh, wow. I threatened to cut the call off and y'all wake up. <laughs> First up is Diane. Hi, Diane. Hi, Hi Courtney. Welcome back. Glad to have you back. Well, thank um, you. I've missed you guys. I really I have. I did too. Missed you too. So, um, sounds like a great recipe. Yeah, and the thighs sound good to do it with too. That'd be great too. So, I like both of them. So, I have my pick. And then... I was going to say, is your smart oven, is it a cassori? Does that sound right? It is not a cassori. Oh, okay. I don't think. I cannot remember the name of it. Yeah, I'd like to get that from you because I'm kind of looking around too and um, okay. haven't decided which one to it, get. Yeah, and I know. may be wrong. It may be a cassori, but I, I just, I honestly don't remember. I'll tell you what, I will just send it out to the listserv so everybody can have it. That way, I don't Sounds have to- good. That'll be great. Yeah. All right. Oh, and the green beans sound good. Oh, everything uh, sounds good. Both potato recipes and oh my. Yeah. <laughs> everything sounds great. Thank you very much. Thank you. And thanks for joining us today. Oh, you're welcome. All right. Who do we have next, Tori? Susan. Hi, Hi Courtney. Susan. Hi. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I've your recipes sound really good. What is future insights? Is that what you said? Yes, uh, they are an organization in New Jersey, New Hampshire. I'm sorry, I forget. Um, that helps. Yeah, New Hampshire. That work with the blind uh, and visually impaired in New Hampshire. But because of COVID, like everything else, they have started doing some calls and doing some things remotely. And one of those just happens to be, um, it's called Out of Sight Cooking. And there are three of us that are working with that right now. There's um, Chef Michael, I don't know his last name, and Chef Ryan. And he's a younger guy. He's like in his early 20s, um, barely 20, I believe. And then there's myself. And they do their calls sporadically. Uh, and I do mine once a month. Um, but we, with Future Insight, we have all kinds of other opportunities. There's exercise, there's crafts, there's technology, there's um, mindfulness meditation, there's social meetups, I don't know if I said games, um, the cooking calls. Am I missing anything, Kayla? <laughs> technology calls as well. Yeah, and all kinds of technology calls. So if you want to check out their website, that's futureinsight.org and just see what they've got going on. And um, and if you need their phone number, just email us and we'll get you the phone number for that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We would um, love to have y'all join us over there. And just like the calls over here, um, except there's some exceptions for the craft that um, you receive kits for. Um, everything is is uh, has no cost to it as well, so they're all offered for free. And they're on Zoom too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, you do the. Uh, the abyssite cooking when I'm cooking and the crash, you get lots of Kayla and Courtney. So if y'all like <laughs> us. <laughs> or the meditation or the social. <laughs> yeah. 
that are busy. But Kayla does a good job. I did go to her mindfulness meditation and uh, it, it's a very good call. So if you enjoy the creative journey, you will love the mindfulness meditation. And uh, I haven't been to her Monday meetups yet. I just, just have not had the opportunity to do that. All right. Yeah, they're really fun. We have a topic and then we just kind of sit around and chat about it. Like we're sitting around a, a big round table and hanging out. They're, they're pretty fun. Yeah, Monday her topic was bloopers. So, and I hate that. Yeah, I blind that. bloopers because so, April's okay. uh, National Humor Month. So, ah, we all need that in our lives. Yeah, no, it was, check, it, we had a great up. time. 66 so, nine degrees. Okay. Yeah. I had that was not in my chicken. So, let's see. <laughs> Courtney, we've got just over 10 minutes and another hand. Okay. All right. Thanks for your question, Susan. All right. Who do we have next? Sirku. Hey, Sirku. Welcome back. Thanks. Uh, uh, I just wanted to say I really enjoyed this call. It's my first time on this call because I'm already always sleeping when this was, uh, and I'm glad it changed it to, to a time when I can listen to it here in Finland. Uh, the only trouble I have is uh, adjusting the measurements because we have a different uh, measurement scale. So I just tried to do that, but um, I'm, I'm sure I will try this chicken recipe because it sounds awesome. And I'm looking forward to the peach cobbler. So. <laughs> oh, no. Oops, there goes my thermometer. So that chicken was not quite done. So I'm gonna stick it back in the oven I'm going to stick it back in the oven for about 10 more minutes and it should be done. So, um, other than um, yeah. using the Lady A to convert measurements, that's how I typically do it. I'm wondering if anyone has any other tricks or tips they use to do that. Well, I just judge a Google, like, uh, yeah, okay, and, that's what I do too. Yeah, so I can like, but I, I remember when I first tried to do peanut butter cookies and had a measurement of a cup, so I used a too small a cup, so <laughs> I used them and <laughs> quite so good, but then the second time they did, but yeah. You can also ask Sarah. Yeah. To do your conversions. And what I usually do is, you know, just, whatever whiteboard I'm using, whoever I'm using at the time, I'll just say, you know, convert yeah. centimeters into inches um, or you know, yeah. vice versa. Yeah. Thanks. I'm having a problem finding where my other uh, iPad is. <laughs> I can't, I only got one iPad here. So y'all forgive me. All right. Thanks for that, Sarku. All right, do we have any other raised hands? Diane has her hand raised again. Okay, go ahead, Diane. Um, when, you, when you checked and saw that the chicken wasn't done, did you um, test that with a thermometer, or how did you um, know that? Yes, I had a talking thermometer, talking meat thermometer, um, and it was like 163 degrees. So I'm just kind of guesstimating, and I'm going to put it in for about 10 more minutes. 
Let me get my timer set, Alexa. Oh, sounds good. Start timer for 10 minutes. And the talking meat thermometer that I have, I got it from Blind Mice Marks, or Blind Mice Mega Mall. Uh, and I've had it for several years and works great. I've had to change the batteries in it one time since I've had it. And I've had it probably eight to 10 years. Oh, that's great. Wow. Yeah. Okay, now, thanks. Now, if it would just talk to me again, I could find, there we go. All right. Any other hands, Tori? Nope. All right. Again, don't forget to join uh, Sheila tonight for recipe swap. And that will be um, recipes using your leftovers. So that call, I believe, begins at 7 p.m. Eastern. All right, since there's no other questions and we are almost out of time, I want to thank you all so much for joining us today. Um, uh, actually, Herbie just raised his hand. Oh, Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. Well, first of all, you know, I, I think my host wanted me to convey that she has a conversion chart. So if you ask her really, really nicely, um, maybe she'll help you out with that. But as somebody that's had a lot of experience with converting UK recipes to American recipes, because uh, somebody gives me these UK ones and they, they, they have these weird measurements, um, I will just say that uh, what I do is I'll just ask you know, my A-Lady or Google device directly, how much is 200 grams in you know, uh, whatever measurement unit I want, or yeah. you know, just ask her to convert it, and um, that's all I do, so... Yeah, that's that's kind of how I do it too. I wasn't yeah. sure if there was. I guess I, I guess there's consistency across the board on this one. <laughs> well, she's yeah. there. That's what she's there. It's a good use of a smart assessment uh, assistant. Yeah. So, uh, you know, hey, that's what we hired her to do. So exactly. <laughs> so we're going to get our money to work out of her. Exactly. Oh, and my. even if you, I just want to mention too, guys, that even if you don't have a smart assistant. Um, if you, no matter what device you have, you have access to her or one of them, um, windows, there is an Alexa based app you can get from the app store. There is the Alexa app on your uh, phone, um, both iPhone and Android. If you are a Mac user, you have, of course, access to Siri. So you do have, Sorry, you have access to them. So. Right. Thanks for that information, Harvey. I appreciate that. Yeah, you do have that. You know, you can always download the app and use it from there if you don't have a device. All right. Well, I know we're almost out of time. My chicken is about done. So I'm getting ready to eat some some good home cooked food. So tired of living on takeout. <laughs> but thank you all so much for joining us this afternoon. Tori, thank you for hosting. Kayla, thank you for assisting. Herbie, thank you also for assisting and, and giving us some information there. And to each of you, thank you for joining us because without you, we wouldn't have this call. I hope you all have a great Wednesday afternoon and we will see you at the next community event. Y'all have a great day.